Hello and welcome to episode 48 of Journey to Organization with me, Rebecca Saltzman. I am so glad to talk to you today. Um, it is not my usual day to upload, but I wanted to get in a quick uh, message to everybody so that I could say Freilichen um, Purim to everybody, happy Purim, and that I want to wish all of you a wonderful, happy, joyous Purim. Remember, um, to smile because in Adar we're not only supposed to increase our happiness, well, we're supposed to increase our happiness, which implies we are already happy. So keep smiling. I know it's a lot of work, but just stay calm. And remember, Hashem keeps me organized. It doesn't matter if you're having, you know, 10 people at your Suda, if you're having five people at your Suda, or if I just looked at the invitation today where all the people responded, I'm having 81 people. Oh my goodness, I don't know what I'm going to do. But it's fine because Hashem is taking care of it all for me. The Shochet shechted me some fresh turkeys this week and I'm going to pick them up on Tuesday and I'm so excited. And even though it's like a big thing for me, turkey is one of my favorite things to make. I always make turkey for Purim because... Um, Achashverosh ruled from Hodu to Kush, so Hodu is Turkey in Hebrew. Um, uh, even though we say Hodu is really the country India, but it's also the word for Turkey, so go figure. Anyways, um, so anyway, um, I always make turkey, and I spoke to the shochet, and he doesn't usually sell any turkeys when I, where I buy from Artsenu, but he did me a favor, and he found me some wild turkeys, and he shechted them, and he kashered them for me. And the thing is, though, is because he did it for me special, he um, had to take the skin off the turkeys. So it's like a little bit stressful for me. I've never made a turkey without the skin on it before. And the skin is really what holds in all the juice of the turkey. And I, I have to say, I know it sounds a little braggy, but actually think turkey is the actual best meat that I make. Like, Everybody always says to me, like, they can't believe it. The turkey is so delicious. It's, it's not dry at all. So I'll tell you my tricks. Usually when I have a turkey with the skin on it, <coughs> excuse me, um, I peel back the skin and I rub a dry spice rub. You could rub any spices you want on it. I usually use like some dried onion and some paprika and some, I take some rosemary from my garden um, and I like chop it up. And, you know, garlic and salt and pepper and, you know, whatever I have on hand. And I just make a dry spice rub and I rub it all over under the skin and over the skin of the turkey. I bake the turkey at around 425 for about 30 minutes, totally uncovered. And then I tent it like with some um, parchment paper and a piece of aluminum foil. It's like the only time of the year that I use aluminum foil. Um, and I continue cooking it for the rest of the time. Now, that totally depends on the size of the turkey, but around approximately between another hour to another two to three hours, depending on the size of the turkey. And I, it makes a delicious, delicious, delicious turkey. Um, I baste it sometimes, but sometimes I totally forget about basting it, and it also comes out fine. Um, but this time, I have no turkey. I mean, no skin. And so I was thinking to myself, how am I going to cook it without a skin? And then all of, a, all of a sudden I remembered seeing on TV once on a cooking show that you could put cheesecloth on the out, like wet the cheesecloth and put it on the, the, the turkey as if it's the turkey skin and cook it that way. And so I was like, wow, what a great, you know, Thing that I remember that, and Hashem totally made me remember that because I was totally worried about how am I going to make the turkey? How's it going to be moist, right? 
So I'll let you know how it goes, but you know, it's just those small things. I feel like Hashem talks to me all the time, and it's those small things that sometimes you don't even notice it's Hashem's voice talking to you, but really it is. It's like, oh, the, that I recalled that we sh I should use cheesecloth from the back of my brain. I mean, when was the last time I even thought about it? Now, actually locating cheesecloth in Israel has ch proven to be quite a challenge, but you know, I still feel calm and relaxed because I know that it's the solution and I know that I'll find it and I know that if I don't find it, another solution will come to me. So I don't, I don't have to panic. I don't have to worry. And actually, my husband's grandmother is actually visiting us right now and she said to me, why don't you just take like an old clean cotton t-shirt and, you know, use that. It's a little bit thicker, but it should probably do the trick. So in the worst case, I'll try that and I'll see how it goes. But I like... I just, I want to remind you all, and I know it's stressful for Purim, I know it's stressful for Pesach, but just take a step back, take a deep breath, remember Hashem keeps you organized, and that you have got this under control. You could do this. You have the skills. You mm. don't need to panic. You don't need to worry. It's not the end of the world. Like, it's going to work out. And if it doesn't work out the way you planned, that's okay too. It's, it's going to work out, and it's totally going to be Okay, now a lady called me and said to me, let's see if I can find this. She said something about um, Purim that I wanted to say today. She said that she learned, first of all, she said thank you. And she said she's also organized, but she also loves learning about organization. I couldn't hear her name. I know she said it, but I, it didn't come out clear. But Lono Ra, it's not a big deal. She said to me, she was always taught to not give to her best friend, Mishloch Manot, that her best friend would understand that she wasn't giving to her and that she should, could tell her best friend, you know, I decided that since I'm only allowed to give one and I love you so much, but I really want to give it to the girl who has no friends. And so I think that that's also a really, really great, valuable lesson to encourage your kids to give to somebody, to somebody that they wouldn't normally give to and who might not get anything at all. That's a great chesed and a great mitzvah. So thank you so much for sharing that with me. Um, okay, so I have like a few um, things that I just want to touch on here, a few, few. Um, let's go back to the phone book for a minute. Um, a lady called me and said she has a flip phone a flip phone and has all her contacts in the phone and this is her phone book and she doesn't have a paper phone a paper phone book anymore and she has it backed up you can do that actually you can do that on the sim card you don't even necessarily need a computer to back them up you can back them up from the sim card um, her phone has an info search on it and it isn't as good as let's say a smartphone but it just it's not so bad. So even if you're not using a smartphone, perhaps a slightly more advanced regular phone could serve a better use as a address book if that's an issue for you. Um, also, a lot of flip phones, which you pointed out to me, have um, info search options. So you can search through the person, the list to find you know the person that you're looking for. Um, Gitty called. She told me that it was her first time um, 
Pesach last year, making Pesach last year. She didn't know how much to buy and she saved all of her receipts in an envelope and afterwards she tallied everything up and um, figured out how much she needs for this year. So that's great. Like I told you before, the first year is always a little bit of a, a guessing game. You have to guess. Maybe you'll have to make a trip to the grocery store during Cholmoyed. Um, I always go to the grocery store during Cholmoyed. My fruits and vegetables don't last. The thing is, in Israel, though, <laughs> if you look at like the meat counters, it's like an apocalypse that's happening. <laughs> like the end of the world is coming. Coming. There's never any. Um, there's never any meat or chicken <laughs> left between Yom Tov because they do no shlita and everybody like panics and buys out before then. So um, you can get fruits and vegetables, but it's a little bit harder to get meat. So I do like to buy as much as I possibly can before Pesach. And if it lasts me till after Pesach, then fine. Then I save money the next few weeks on that kind of stuff. Um, okay, Fagy called and asked me about the dryer balls. I got the Nelly's brand and I got them online, um, but there's newer ones that are not made of plastic that are made out of like yarn balls. I've seen them at Bed Bath & Beyond and Target and you can get them there um, or you can get them on Amazon if you go onto Amazon. Um, I actually have a, a dryer ball that I featured that I do like um, on my website, balaganbegone.com forward slash AK, which is a place I made just for you ladies. Um, I'm not sure if I updated it there on that part, but you can click on the resource section of my website. Uh, Rochelle cleaned out her closet and got rid of two bags and listened to the lecture while tidying and loves her new closet. So Kola Kavod, actually I think that's Rachel, sorry. Razy read an article on Baltashkrit from the Star K. Um, it's starkay.org. Um, and I didn't get a chance to look at it, Razy. If you use email, Razy, if you could please send it to me, I would love it if you could. If not, I will try to look it up. Okay. Ellie Sheva has been listening for a while, not really into organizing, and has been listening and now kind of feels annoyed at how much she has. She never put away laundry because the closets were too full or stuffed and she wasn't using full of stuff she wasn't using and she got rid of the stuff she wasn't using so call a vote for that and now all of her stuff can fill at, fit in her closet and she can put away the laundry she cleared out her shoes and got her husband to go through his shoes also way to go elisheva that's a great accomplishment this is often a problem i see that people who can't put away their laundry be is because they don't actually have room in their closets because the closets are too full of stuff that they don't actually use. So clear out your closets, ladies. Make room for the laundry. You're going to find out that doing the laundry is a lot faster and a lot simpler, and you'll actually be using the clothes more that you actually want to wear and actually want to own. So kola kavot elisheva. A lady called me and asked me if I had any ideas on how to keep silver shiny longer. So I think it depends on sort of what it is and how you store it in the first place. First of all, when I clean my silver, I clean it with a paste of baking soda and water. That's it. That's all I use. I just rinse it off after I'm done. You'll be surprised at how shiny it is. It's so much cheaper than silver polish. It doesn't have that terrible smell. It doesn't make your kiddush cup taste disgusting. Um, it's much more natural and healthy. It doesn't get all over you. It just, it doesn't smell. It's just, it's better. It's better. Trust me on this one. It's better. Um, it works really, really well. 
After you polish it, you're going to want to dry it, like buff it with a white clean cloth or just like a clean cotton cloth and buff it really good. And then um, if it's not something you use regularly, I would wrap it in a cotton cloth and store it that way. If it is something you use regularly, then you will have to you know, clean it more often, but it's less of a hassle when you just... I, honestly, I really like, I used to just, um, I wash my husband's kiddush gum with, <clears throat> with a little baking soda and water. When I'm washing it every week, I just wash it with a little baking soda and water and it's perfect. And it takes me like literally an extra minute to do it. I just pull the baking soda out from under the sink and I rub it on and voila. And it, it really is the same as if I washed it with a sponge. It really only takes a few minutes, like a minute longer. And if it's something though, like candlesticks, during the week you could wrap them in fabric if you wanted to. Um, the other thing you have to be careful is a lot of candlesticks are not actually silver. Um, mine, for example, belonged to my great grandmother and they are, which was very popular at the time, um, iron with a silver plating on them. Um, you know, I can't keep the silver plating on without, you know, rubbing, like I can't keep it polished and shiny without, you know, rubbing off some of the plating. I've already had them replated. At this point, I just sort of appreciate it, even though it's like the dull iron. I try to shine it up the iron a little bit, and you know what? It makes me happy. It belongs to my great-grandmother. I take it for what it is. It doesn't have to be the shiniest piece of my house. I really don't have a lot of other silver. Um, if I have like a serving piece in silver, I keep it in like a, a box with velvet on it and like sort of airtight to keep the air off of it. But basically, polish as much as you can. Um, there are also are these polishing cloths that are actually really good and they don't smell. So those are a good alternative to just to keep around. I use them to buff. So I clean them with the baking soda and then I buff it with this silver cleaning cloth. So I hope that helps you. Okay, and then we have one last quickie thing here about the phone book. A lady emailed me to say that even if you don't use a smartphone or don't have the internet, if you have access to a computer, you can make a Word document. An Excel file is better, I actually think, because with the Excel file, you can organize things by columns, and it's a little bit less, you know, helter-skelter, um, but it's a great idea. I can't believe I didn't think about it. I know a lot of ladies have access to a computer, just no access to the internet. So if you have access to either uh, the ability to make a Word document or a spreadsheet, you can do that, and then you can print it out. And when you need to update it, you just, you know, update it in your computer, and you can print out a new copy, but you can search through the computer, through the spreadsheet, um, through Excel, you can go into the search and search for what you're looking for. So you can be specific on the properties of the person. So you can file them under doctor, you can file them under all these different things, and there's drop-down menus and categories. Excel really is like a really wonderful tool, and I love it. So that was a great idea. Thank you so, so much. So ladies, this is just a little mini episode for this week. I hope that you all have a fabulous, fabulous, fabulous Purim, um, and that... 
it's happy and joyous and that cleaning up is easy and fast and that you don't get too much wasteful mishloch manot, that you get just what you need and that you give mishloch manot that are just what you need. Um, please, please, please keep in mind the waste, waste aspect of mishloch manot. This is not a contest to keep up with the Cohen's. You don't need to keep up with them. Um, you just need to do the mitzvah. That's it. It doesn't have to be you know, a fancy, fancy theme with a lot of junk food candy. It just needs to be two brachot, and that's it. <laughs> food that's appropriate for the suda, two different brachot. And, like, you can go easy on it. And, you know, I just think that you don't have to kill yourself over Mishloch Manot. So, I mean, you just spent the Tanit Esther fasting, and... You know, you're making a suuda the next day. Maybe some of you are working on on Purim day. Don't don't do it. Don't go to sleep at you know 2 a.m. because you're trying to get all the mishloch manot to be perfect. So, I wish you all happy, unstressful mishloch manot. I wish you all a fabulous, joyous suuda. I wish you all um, zero waste costumes. My kids are planning their own costumes this year, Baruch Hashem. I don't have to think about it. Um, one thing off my plate, so yay. Uh, and I hope that you'll enjoy it, and I hope that if you do feel stressed out, you'll remember your mantra. Hashem keeps me organized. Just say it over and over again. Eventually, you'll believe it. All right, ladies. Freilich and Purim, I'll speak to you after Purim.